Well, hello. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know how Evie Harris sings that? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Okay, you know the words. Uh-huh. It's the most happiest time <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. And to my Jewish friends, Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, boy. I was just cueing you into our theme song. Ooh, yeah. That sure right. feels good. Right all across my face. Right on. Lick it with my lips. It's okay, two we days before Thanksgiving. This was a terrible opening. No, it was I apologize. Good. It was fine. Um, I, you know what? It's like the two days before Thanksgiving, but what it really is is the day before burlesque, which to me is a bigger yeah. holiday than Thanksgiving. Well, it's, and then, don't, then there's Black Friday. Then there's Black Friday, which So I guess we've become, got Pink Wednesday. Pink Wednesday. And then Black Friday. And, that's right. Yeah. And uh, Fishnetty Wednesday. I, we have a big group going to burlesque. Um, if you, if this, this will go up in time. If you hear this and decide you want to join us at the Arclight in Hollywood, we're going to the 820 don't tell show. People, no, don't tell people that. Why? Because we, that people have to be vetted. They can't right? just show it's up. It's a Dennis, public we screening. Have a, we have a public now. Right? These podcasts. You know what? I don't think you should put this podcast up now, now until uh, like 6 o'clock on Wednesday. You think I'm going to be, we're going to be... I don't want. I don't the next know. thing you know, we're Ronnie Chasen getting shot after burlesque. Well, what a that way was to a go. publicist. Uh, what that got a way shot. to go! I really hope. I mean, this is kind of dark, but I hope that there's some intrigue around it, and it's not just some random shooting. Yeah, no. I'd rather it be like she was having a torrid affair, or you mean you hope she didn't die in vain? Yes, for nothing. Yeah, I All hope right. she mixed it up a little bit. I hope they can at least make a good movie out of it, oh. starring Penny Marshall, based on the pictures. Wow, she was not she a really looks... attractive oh, woman. Oh, I'm so right? glad you brought that up because I forgot to bring this up in the last podcast. Well, lay it on me. I interviewed Gary Marshall for Variety, a very oh, short interview. Oh, yes. And Tony does an amazing Gary Marshall impression, and it was one Which of Which I the, haven't done in years. I know. But uh, it's in Screening Party and the audio and the TV uh, pilot version, and I didn't, I wasn't in person, and I didn't have long with him, so I didn't really have time to explain yeah. the Gary Marshall thing. But he told me, the most interesting thing he told me in the short interview was that he, um, in terms of creating an atmosphere on set and working with actors, he never gives actors line readings. In other words, he never tells them how to say a line. Sure. But what he will do is he will say to the script girl, let's take it from here, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and say the line the way he wants it to be said. Okay. And a lot of times the actors will hear that and take the hint and do it that way. <laughs> oh, and he says, I learned that from my sister Penny. Wow. Can Isn't you that ima- interesting? And then... And Penny's like, we're taking it from here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, wanna, I really want to go to the store. I don't really know how she talks, but it's I don't either, weird. But she it's is weird. weird. Learn, and there would, be, there would be no way to then do that yeah. if you're Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, yeah. Ooh, ooh, you want me to say the line more like that? Like, I don't know how to. I don't know either, right. but uh, it's a trick of the trade in the Marshall family. It's a good idea. It's a good yes. idea. So, that so was Dennis fun. has a post-it, a post-it that's chock full. Yes. I have no post-it, uh, nothing on my mind, and nothing in my heart. You're, so it, you've got, the, you seem take it a little bit blue. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, no, Did nothing really. I mean, no, I'm I'm tired. Uh, we shot the show today. We, so we shot were, the show. We were up at 5 in the a.m. But we did not um, shoot the deputy. I did uh, 20 AAA shit my pants all weekend. I saw it Sunday night, and it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. I um, am doing the show also in Fort Lauderdale at the something like the Living Arts Theater. Um on December 17th, 18th, and 19th. And I got the press release today um, for Tony Tripoli, I Shit Myself. <laughs> and the press I don't release, mean to laugh. I know. But- the press release for Tony Tripoli, I Shit Myself. Is, it's a good read because, boy, it turns out, it turns out that Tony Tripoli, I Shit Myself, has played to sold out audiences <laughs> in Los Angeles and Provincetown. <laughs> oh god. Well, the great thing about that title is it could be used It's so embarrassing. It could be, be used anyway. Meaning I shit myself. Like I do my own shitting. I don't send it out. It, I shit myself. Yeah, okay. Or I shit myself. 
But I love the idea of your eight. Like, I wish you had like a bulldog agent or whatever to call it. Me? God damn it. You and me both, asshole. <laughs> God damn it. How many times do we have to tell you? It's I shit my pants. <laughs> Benny. Oh, it's, it's I so movies myself and more. in the pants. No, it's just I shit my pants. I don't understand why everyone has notes. Everyone has to fucking punch up my title. Everyone, it's like the guy in P-Town that saw the poster and said, what, so some guy took a big shit and he thinks that's a show? Well, that's yes. not really That's not really how, how, what the show is. It's yeah. not puppetry of the penis. No. I don't literally take a shit eight times a week. I wish. I wish I could take a shit eight times a week. Wow. I know. So whatever. So I, I had to I'm email. I'm sorry the... I laughed at I shit No, myself. it's hilarious. But it's like <laughs> it, he's it's a just friend funny. that booked me and yeah. he can't even fucking get the show right. And he's got, he was like, your seven DVDs of the show that you sent me arrived today. And here's the press release. Like you had seven copies of it in your hand that all have the title. And by the way, it's Tony Tripoli, I shit my pants, a sophisticated evening of standup. It actually, in, it has a parenthetical. Yeah. Which I feel is crucial so that people really understand, oh, it's going to be stand-up comedy. Yes. Because it's not really a one-man show. It's not, you know. Yeah. Tony Tripoli. So they just think it's Tony Tripoli, I shit myself. And they took out the H and the I. So it's Tony Tripoli, I S star star T myself. I suit myself. (laughs) I mean, it's like, I suit myself. You do. Wow. God, it's so movies and less. It's movies it and more. But, All right. You know. Well, you the the show I saw was terrific. Thank you. And it was a it was a very difficult shoot today over at the Fashion Police. Over Polis. at the Fashion Police. It's our last show before so, the Thanksgiving. Uh, it was just a tough one. Yeah. Poor Juliana is out sick again and and I just miss her when she's not there. Yeah, I think she's, she's a good I hub. really like her. I know I've said it before, but I like she's such a likable 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 person and so. such a pro so good yeah, at her job really does she really is like i know evie harris has that other great line about this is so easy you make it look so hard but it's easy but it's actually very easy like she really yeah. does she makes it look so so easy yeah she's um, terrific all right so what's on your post um at? well i went to the so you think you can dance live concert mm-hmm. and i'd never been to one of those before and now i don't think i'll miss them i want to go back but i learned i took a page out of the tripoli i should have taken a page out of the tripoli handbook and Why, bought you're in, the, you're in the back yes yeah well i didn't i forgot how big staples was and i bought my tickets late and they why were kind of, we were in the back for jenna jackson at staples that but didn't just teach forgot. you anything? No, I, that was how many years ago was that? I can't even remember <laughs> what I had for breakfast or if I had breakfast. But anyway, it, it, this is a show that's a little bit better close up. Um, for fans of the show, I'll make this quick. Robert is still a dreamboat and makes everyone swoon. Um, the jazz numbers were better than the contemporary numbers live because they could be appreciated from further back. Whereas the contemporary numbers, a lot of it's in the face. Mm-hmm. The jazz numbers, like where Adachike has a shirt off and Courtney's climbing up and down the steps. And, you know, those ones, the you sexier know. ones, you know. Um, but, Tony, you'll appreciate this. They Probably had not. to do. <laughs> Are you back to being unimpressible? <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. They myself? Had to do... I'm sorry, shit myself? <laughs> Or shit my pants. Or shit. <laughs> what? Finish the sentence. <laughs> and the nominees for Outstanding Comedy Show in the greater Dade County, Florida area. We have are a tie. Thomas Tripoli, I shit somewhere. Tom Tripolina, I shit myself. Terry shit, I tripped myself. <laughs> And Naked Boy singing. <laughs> and Nathan Lane in the vagina monologues. <laughs> and the and the and the Greater Dade County Ford uh, thing goes yeah. to Oh Jay Rodriguez <laughs> in the Iceman came <laughs> all over my face. <laughs> Riken in I see the sky. Oh wow, we have to talk about that. Uh, yeah, we do. Put it on your list. I know. Put it on and post it. So anyway, so Adachike okay. was climbing, yes, and he they, was that was whole. But the, but the dancers had to come out in between and narrate the next dance. And s- it was clearly written for them. And some of them played it off naturally. And some of them mm-hmm. interacted with the other one well. And some of them were so stilted. And Cruise it's like, ship. 
it was like it takes a lot to put on a show yeah costumes music lights wow putting it together like it was like Uh um this is interesting. What was it we oh, still have about it? This is interesting. In the in, when I did the show, words and music, uh, Shit, over a lame title, Princess Cruises. Um, what did I, they, with they should Laurie have called Miller. it words, words, shit, music. Words, shit, music. <laughs> um, yeah, it was words and music, and it was the show that had the big sequined lockers on the stage. They were just full lockers that they had painted black and white like piano keys and then covered in glitter. But they had to move them on and off stage, obviously, every night we did the show. And the glitter was just falling off. So literally like three weeks into the run, there was no glitter left on the magical lockers. They were just plain old black and white. It was terrible. But yeah, we were talking about Cole Porter and uh, one of the female singers who was Laurie Miller, who we call LaurieMiller.com. Which seems so... We used to make fun of her. She, she was, was sort my of... first. She was the first person I knew that was a nobody that got their name. dot com. Yeah, and everything like all of her emails and everything. The the little automatic signature was lauriemiller.com. Yeah, and so I just started calling her lauriemiller.com behind her back, and yeah. then I just started calling her lauriemiller.com to her face. Yeah. And um, turns I out she was a was pioneer. So funny, and I have had tonytriplee. dot com yeah, now and for I've a done decade. dot com. So. Lori Miller, we used to think it was kind of. In fact, if you would like to get tickets for Terry Turnpike, <laughs> I need a laxative, uh, which is playing <laughs> in what Florida. The, the career. Then you can get the those career, on TurnerTriple.com. Um, the career workshop. What color is your shit? <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So, so anyway, LoriMiller.com. So but anyway, she had to come up to me while I was talking about Cole Porter, and she would go. Oh, Tony, this is interesting. And then say something that was not remotely interesting about Cole Porter. Like, right. not at all. Yeah. Um, a big farter. And it was just like, yeah. and I always wanted to go, no, it's not. Yeah. Not interesting. Not, no, it's not. Why so, you got to interrupt me, old lady? It was like, and Lauren, who was the champion of So You Think You Can Dance, uh, was w- the worst at the shtick. The patter. At the patter. Robert did pretty good. Kent was cute. But I will say this for fans of the show. They all danced their asses off and worked as hard as they – like, they brought it. Uh, they they could have used a good opening and a good closing. They kind of phoned that in. Like, sure. the production kind of phoned that in. You know what's a great opening? What's that? Magic to do from Pippin. Magic to do. Um, I almost saw that this weekend, but I didn't. And uh, so I highly recommend it. And um, we saw Tice was there, Diorio. Sure. And Did Twitch. Did chin strap? He didn't, and he's shorter than you would think. Uh, Not than I would think. I bought a shirt. And so you think you can dance shirt? I did, but it looks kind of like um. Oh boy. Like uh, it's like so you blouse. think you can dance like looks like a blouse. Like oh. it looks like an Abercrombie or Gap kind of shirt. Okay. So there you go. Uh, so that's that story. Um, do you have a something you've seen or want to discuss? From the theater no, I world, haven't done anything. All I've really well, like all I've done is work. I've got to get to this thing because it yeah. blew my mind. Okay, in my book screening party, we do a Star Is Born. There's a chapter of Star Is Born, and mm-hmm. I can't even remember how this works in, within the chapter. But we're talking about Barbara Streisand, and somebody goes, "Hey, did anyone ever see that stag movie where she gets fucked in the ass or whatever?" And I don't know even know who which of our friends brought that up at the mm-hmm. time, but we were all like, "Oh, come on, please, Robert. no way." Yeah, was it Robert Abel? I don't know who you know because I we combined characters yeah. and all that stuff. So the idea is that there's this Barbara Streisand stag film out there. Blah ha ha. Who cares? It's not not real. There's no way. No, I I've seen stills from it. Yeah. So I went over to my friend Dennis's house uh, last week to watch his documentary, which we did discussed yes. on the podcast earlier. Well, he has said stag film. And I watched it. Now, does he have it like on DVD? No, here's or... what, here's his story. In the mid-80s, he went to Video West, and they had a video in their cult section called Hollywood Uncensored or whatever. And there were four weird things like this on it. Barbara Streisand, supposedly. Um, like Chuck Connors, uh, Jane Mansfield. And they were a... all sex tapes. Or some of them were much tamer, just like boobs. But they were all the, these little okay. things. And he made a copy of it and um, made, n- then digitized it recently. So I watched it on his Mac. And um, 
he went and took back the video and, and, and stuff like that. And then he went to go get it later and it was gone. Like right. you can't find them anymore. Conspiracy. They're all gone. Like, so, you know, yeah, the word was, you know, Barbara got people on it, but it kind of, it looks like her. I don't know. I'd have to show it to people, but here's the thing. It's not just like a quick little shot. And yeah. then it's like a stag film. So it's probably like 10 minutes and it starts out with her and this dude and, He's kind of blondish hair, and it's like black and white, sepia-toned. It's very – it's not right. color. And they're reading some book, so there's like a book thing. And then he tries to like get her Like she has to, to be read to. I don't know. Even in a fucking porno, yeah. she has like some need. There's like some book is the I plot. need bell, book, and candle, yeah. and then I will blow you. And she keeps trying to cover her face with her hair, and then uh, she blows him. <laughs> then – he goes down on her. Uh-huh. Then he has intercourse with her. In the front hole. In the front hole. I don't think they ever do it in the back hole. Okay. Does um, the... Now, d- this isn't 70s perm, Barbara. No, this it's is straight. Like, it's straight hair. This is like sailor outfit. Yes. Pre-Fanny Bryce. Yes. Like, yes. she's like 20. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. And then they 69... And he finishes in her mouth. Okay. Oh, I don't know what she was. No say. complaints about that. I'm sure, right? I'm but, sure. Um, I kind of think it's her. I think it's. You know what? Like sometimes you. I want it to I couldn't be her. believe I was sitting there watching it, and I yeah. did exist. I saw it, and I think it's her. I want it to be her, yeah. and I think that's a great story and a great and thing. she seems even in her interviews and when yeah. she talks about james brolin she seems like a woman who likes sex yes for all as uptight as she is about everything else in the world but she's, she's not uptight about anything really but disappointing people and i feel like those go hand in hand yeah like her that she's Oprah, uptight about stuff well but not really like she's a rich person yes okay and I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a piece of property with a gorgeous view with a shitty dumpy house on it and then building a dream home on it. Yeah. I think all people do that to varying degrees all the time. Yes. You know, the fact like, you know, every house my mother's ever lived in, she's completely redone the backyard. Yeah. And what that's with no kind of like wealth. Yeah. So I can only imagine what she would do if she, you know, was given an estate and could build, you know, yeah. but that Barbara Streisand the Barbara on the Oprah. Oprah last week is so astounding because I really, for someone who has just had this real hostility to her, I really got it all of a sudden. Like, oh, it really does suck that when you've been famous this long, that the people in the first 10 rows really are going to be shitty to you. They're going to sit there with their arms folded because they paid $3,000 a ticket and the guy only did it to impress this girl that he's going to try to fuck later or something. And like, it's not, you know, yes, it's an arena full of screaming people, but everyone that you can make eye contact with you isn't really a like a passionate fan. And, and there, I do get that. It's just like that being afraid of the negative review and the, yeah, I don't know. I really got it with from her in a way. And then when she was talking, all of her co-stars were talking about how hot she was and how yeah, the, you I really... got so hard in the sex scene with yeah. her. And, and it kind of stopped really even being about her needing to have people talk about her in a flattering way, flattering way and about, no, she really does have this sort of animal, raw sex appeal that's sort of unpolished and not glamorous blonde hollywood like she's got that kind of ethnic-y beauty and maybe she's a tiger in the sack yes. maybe that's when she lets it go well yes. i saw from what i saw you right know. Uh, you know and she took it <laughs> she didn't run in the other down room. her gullet she gulleted it um yeah Joan but Rivers. didn't you think it was weird when um she was narrating that piece about her the house thing about the house is the weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah. Just because of the delivery. Yeah. It didn't... This We call this the water wheel. Yeah, because it's a fucking water wheel. That's why we call it... I built this barn based on this rug I bought in Connecticut. An antique store. Like, okay. Like, it's a crazy kind of wealth, but... But what I loved about it is the balance of power on the Oprah show shifted 
one of those rare shifts where the queen yeah. is Barbara. It's not Oprah. Right. So Oprah's trying to like kind of defer. Like, but Oprah uh, still is like, and now we're going to get a tour of Barbara's house. I've had this tour. Yeah. Like Oprah still had to do that thing but where. She, ha- she felt like she had to because it wasn't implicit. It wasn't. Yeah. Something was, the balance of power was all off. And Barbara was talking about all this stuff in a way that, like, it was clearly super rich people's problems. Like, it's the not the way normal right. people think at all. And Oprah kind of got that Barbara was a little out of touchy. And she would Oprah would try to bridge that gap in little but moments. But she can't do. But she can't. Because <laughs> she's bridging it still to yes. 100 yards over our head. It's still not, yeah. Yeah, like, it was way past the getting the Bentley thing from Tyler Perry. Right. Like, this was so... I my my astonishment with the Barbara Streisand Barbara Streisand video of her home was what a horrible job she had done directing it. Yeah, like say what you want about Barbara Streisand, but she's a talented director. Yeah, and it was like every shot the camera was in a weird angle, the voiceover was terrible, the music was laugh out loud ridiculous. Well, and you knew she had control over every yes. thing of it. And, and then that's she a has Barbara a basement Streisman that's production. like a main street. That is literally a, yeah, a shops, a yeah. little shopping mall, but yet she owns everything in every store. But instead of just putting it in some dusty old basement, yeah, you put it in a dusty old basement that looks like a shopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like Main Street USA. Yeah. It was kind of theme parky. It's and Black Friday every yes. day in Streisman's basement. You can't have a bond without ducks. You You can't. can't. Or you can't. Yeah. In other words, the the people do it all the time. Poor people, <laughs> animals had, had to, to be brought in, not because yeah. she really wants animals or I loves hate animals. The noises they make, but, but they're required. But you have to have them. Because there was a the duck picture. on the rug. Yeah, I felt like those those animals were getting no love, but oh. they filled out some sort of checklist. Those, for sure, those ducks have never made eye contact with Barbara Streisand. <laughs> oh, they've ever. been told. They put their beak down and go quack quack quack. <laughs> no quack no. Okay. There's one duck that goes, when I go, what? That means oh, she's coming. Oh, God. What? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> just, I'm just ducking around here. Uh, so, yeah, that, bar- that was fascinating. Um, but Oprah's so bringing it in this uh, final season. It's the favorite things is really like the least fun show to watch because it's, it's odd right now. It's really just an hour of women screaming and jumping up and down and touching their faces. And it's to- it's wrong right now for the time. There's something about yeah. it that I saw it on my TiVo at work, and I was sometimes I fire up stuff when I'm doing other things, and I was like, I don't even really want to see this. Isn't that yeah, weird? Yeah, it's not. It's just not. It's not entertaining. But um, I did love when she talked about how the iPad was her favorite invention of this century, and that she loves her iPad. And she plays Scrabble on it all the time, and she plays Scrabble on the treadmill. And today. She played Scrabble on the treadmill for an hour and a half and got a new high score. And my question is, was the treadmill on? <laughs> or does or she, she laying is it on really it? the perfect angle for the light not to glare on the screen at right. the angle? If I lay this on the treadmill and I just stand here, yeah. then I can just, it's yeah. cushy. Yeah. And I'm in a track suit and sneakers. <laughs> and uh, moving those tiles around with my thumb burns oh, off. It's, yeah, of so that's my workout. Like, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, she gave them new Volkswagens that aren't even on the market yet that she couldn't even show. How can they be so her they, favorite things if she's never fucking seen them? Yeah, and, you yeah, know, but it's like, so I'm giving it, literally I'm giving away things that don't exist now. Yeah. But I, I gave them, I gave them. Yeah. And then today she had a woman who is this middle-aged white lady who married a prisoner who is serving two life sentences with no hope of parole, who is a black guy who killed like five people execution style when he was 19 in a drug deal. He, they were, he was like competing drug dealers. And he's only been, he's been in jail for like 12 or 15 years. So he's still like a young guy. Yeah. And She's maybe a few years older than him, and she was part of an ethnic dance troupe, like an African dance troupe that went to perform for the prisoners to like cheer them up, and their eyes met, and they started talking, and then when she went back to do another number a year later, she saw him again. Oh, but the first time, as they were leaving, he called her over, 
and he held out his hand and opened it over her hand. There was nothing in his hand, but he goes, I've just given you my heart. And then she goes, so when I went back the next year, I looked for him, looked for him. You needed to have security keeping this dangerous person away from you because that's a weird thing to be the first thing you ever say to someone. I just gave you my heart. And then, um, and then she fucking just married him and Oprah was not Where having was the, it. She thought it was baloney. She thought oh, yeah. it was a Oprah bad idea. Oprah was so disapproving and they got the guy on the phone live via satellite and right. every like 10 seconds it goes beep so that you know you're talking to a prisoner. There's like a beep in the background. Yeah. And then a couple times during the interview, this recording comes on goes, you are speaking with a prisoner in the California State Penitentiary. Like this wow. recorded voice interrupts him while he's talking. So <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. And then Oprah brought out 13 nuns that just married Jesus. That was the hour. And I was like, these nuns weren't, the nuns weren't pissed that they followed this criminal. Like today's show is about fucked up marriages yeah. that don't make sense to me. Yeah. And yeah. no one's getting a Volkswagen Beetle, by the yeah. way. And Oprah, what do you know about marriage? Yeah, it was so weird. She's crazy. Um, I want to put out a uh, recommendation. I saw the movie Morning Glory on Saturday. And I hadn't heard much about it. I think Entertainment Weekly gave it a B. I hadn't heard. Well, like, they gave it a B and a nasty review. I loved it. Well, all right. I thought it was so entertaining. I loved everyone in it. I thought the script was sharp. And based on my limited experience in television, it yeah. felt authentic. It hmm. felt well observed. I liked the way the rooms looked and the studios and there were tapes and shit everywhere and the meetings. I think you should see it and see. Yeah, I for sure want to see think, it. And, and of course, this young producer is trying to get the talent to do – and they're so petty. The and negotiating. I was like, yes. It really like, is. There was this great, this great running gag, which is Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton are both the hosts. And one of the questions is, well, who's going to say goodbye at the end of the episode? Mm-hmm. And uh, Rachel McAdams, the producer, goes, you know, whoever, wh- whoever, just it doesn't matter. Like, in other words, yeah. it's not a big deal. And Diane's like, no, it's a big deal. And they couldn't decide. So when they go to do it, it's like, and that's our show. Goodbye. 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 Like, they just keep saying goodbye because they have to be the last one. <sighs> anyway, I thought it was a charming movie, and I loved it. So there, I recommend it. That's good. Yes. Morning Glory. Um, what's on my post-it? Oh, I had a dates date. with boys with penises, <clears throat> and I know that you touched one. Mm-hmm. You no. had, you had a fellow in your bedroom. Yes, I did for a length of time. Yes, but we just made out. So okay, he at least rubbed it against you. I maybe yes. I think there's something there, but I can't. What do you mean? You think I couldn't pick it out of there. a lineup. There wasn't a major. Uh, protrusion yeah or there was or i wasn't in the right position but it, it you know you know what there's so much good about this story why do we focus on the fact that uh God. he didn't knock over a lamp well because uh, you know <laughs> right. so okay here's the story i go to visit my friend scott at his store that he's working at in larchmont and i get there too late and it's closed and so i go to starbucks and i'm going to write my jokes for a little show called the fashion police And I'm standing in line, uh, ready to order my coffee, and there's a fellow in front of me. I don't see his face, dark hair, but there's something about the slope of his back Mm. and his tush Mm. that I'm literally mesmerized by. I just think that's lovely. And if you, you know, if you'd zoomed in on me, you'd probably see me going. Like I was literally like I was, I had a moment with whatever this was. I didn't even know what his face looked like. So then he orders his coffee. I order my coffee. He's cute. He's kind of you've met him. He's he's cute, but not pretty. But kind of he's cute. Really he's cute. Totally cute. He's super yeah. Cute. So he's you know sitting, what else, Dennis? Jung. He's very young. You can't have a bond without ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I just. And I got 12 chickens because you can't have a bond without chickens. Ducks like chickens. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's so weird. She narrates her day-to-day life like, you know. But I had the chickens reset. (laughs) 
so they don't cockadoodle do till sundown. So she probably would do that. Yes. Didn't she? Somebody we knew we'd heard of somebody that did that. Anyway, so okay, so I'm sitting there. Uh, at Starbucks, he's a few seats away. We're both waiting for our drinks. It's taking a while. I'm setting up my computer, and I'm kind of looking at him, and he looks over, and he smiles at me. And I'm like, oh, that was a smile. That was a smile that was kind of like a green lightish smile. Okay, so it was a loaded smile. I think so. It was a. It was like a, okay, it was a, you know how there's some some looks that are like, don't even think about it. This was like. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. This was Have you like, seen my show, Tony Tripoli, yeah. I Shit Myself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I've seen I shit my pants. Oh well. Um, but uh, and the shits just keep on God. coming. We so, got another shit on our hands. <laughs> um, so it wasn't the don't even think about it. Look, it was the think about it. Look, <laughs> so, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm gonna get some ducks. So I'm like, okay, I gotta say something because Brett, who is um, Doctor Kiss, Doctor Kiss, he has a rule. Literally, he is. <laughs> Uh, he has a rule uh, that he's trying to live by, no misconnections. So when you see that person, mm -hmm. step it up. Yeah. If you meet that person at the party, get the number, whatever, no right. misconnections, which I think is a good rule. So I was like, all right, I got to say something. So they they bring up his drink, and it sounds like they said um, four shots of vanilla, and it was a big, tall ice drink. Mm -hmm. And I was like, <clears throat> excuse me, I was standing there, and I was like, Four shots of vanilla. That sounds like something I would get. Like, I don't know what I said. Some oh, bullshit, God. bullshit, yak, yak, yak. And then yeah. he's like, bullshit, bullshit, talk, talk, talk. Bullshit, talk. Oh, I'm getting a vanilla lot. Like, just nothing. It's it's less than small talk. Yeah. It's like, it wishes it was small talk. It was. Totally. It's aspiring to be small talk. Yeah, yeah. But the point you is. co-host Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> exactly. How do you feel? Well, how do you think I feel, you yeah. idiot? Um, <laughs> Fat standing next to you. <laughs> I miss skinny arms on that show. But anyways, I never thought I'd say that. So, talkity talk talk, and his name's Giovanni. I said, what's your name? He goes, Giovanni. And I said, oh, that means young and Italian. He goes, oh, I, th I thought it meant uh, chosen by God or whatever. And I was like, well, that works. Talkity talk talk, inane, inane. I thought it meant dick that you can't feel when it's pressed against your thigh. <laughs> I thought it meant do not open till Christmas. You can't but, have a cock uh, without balls. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay so giovanni and then i get my drink and he's about to leave and i was like um i just stand up and i'm like here's my number call me if you want just gave him my card mm -hmm. sent him on his way no misconnections right so he texts me a little bit later and he says um hey it's giovanni i'm sorry i was so short in our conversation before and mm -hmm. i was like that's fine it was you know fascinating stuff i'm sure whatever yeah. And so then... By the way, you do have a penis, right? Yeah. Then I got to do text flirting, which I have not really done on the oh. level that people yeah. like yourself and other people on, in the human race do. I haven't really... That's where it's at. It is where it's at. You're a sexter now? Well, it's more flirty than sexty, but you know what I'm saying. Well, that's still sexting. I guess so, but it's that inane sort of LOL, winkity wink. I've never smiling. typed LOL. Really? Yeah, never in an email or on a. I don't text. think I did, but I, he did. So I, you know, it's fine. Mm. It's part of the dialogue. Hate it. That's and how you know you're dealing with a child. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's just a, I think LOL are, is a yeah. way of saying something when you don't really know what to say, but you want to be. Um, you want to keep light things going. Spirit yes. And it was a joke. I have no issues with LOL. Anyway, so on Friday, we went to have something. He goes, okay, I, I, a, I didn't know how old he was. Right. He could have said anywhere from, I would have said somewhere in his 20s, but he could have said 19, mm -hmm. and I would have been like, fuckity fuck, fuck. Uh, turns out he's 24, mm -hmm. which is young, but who gives a fuck at this point, you know? Right. And. It goes to Glendale College. Sure. Is it on the Facebook or the MySpace? So I can't find a picture online to show people, um, which is maybe for the best. Not, I mean, I don't know why, but you know. Um, and then, so we went out to dinner Friday night. He said he'd never been on a real date with the guy before. Like he'd hooked sure. up a plenty, but he'd never been like on something that felt like a date. So okay. uh, we went to the corner bakery by Ikea. Okay. I don't know. Then we had coffee, and then we came here, and you got to meet him. Yeah. And um, I got to have my ass handed to me multiple times. He's really a smart ass. He's got a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I could see it being a, a problem. Like, you know what? 
No, he's a little asshole. He can be a little in a wonderful way. He can be it's a little really sassy. charming. Yeah, but it's really likable. But it's like that, Dennis. I see a little of myself in him. <laughs> You've trained him well. Well, you but, can't have a duck without. But don't you class. think like he because he acts so contrary and above it all. Yeah. But he's just a little nerd underneath it all. And yes. it's sweet. I feel and like he it, seems very, very warm, and I thought he so was we'll very nice. Well, so we see. Oh, I'm supposed. I hopefully I'll get to see him again. But um, and then we kind of made out in my room, and I thought, wow, you could see somebody in a Starbucks and look at their back mm-hmm. and their butt and have a thing, and then talk to them, and then within a week they could be in your house, yeah, kissing your face. I think that happens to. Well, Riken could write a song about it. In the sky. But, I mean, I think it happens to a lot of my gay and straight brothers relatively frequently. I don't think it's, like, that crazy, but it felt very novel to me. And also it's different than, like, meeting online the, or whatever. You yeah, the difference, is, the difference is that all wasn't one day. Yeah, and it wasn't like I usually, ordered a man like usually pizza. Usually when that happens... You meet someone at Starbucks and it up, then you just come right home and get in the bed. And let me just say, I find out if they have a dick or not. <laughs> then we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Next day, um, I didn't know I'm doing laundry. So and I can't remember what their name is. Anyways, so there's that. So I don't know. Um, I think it's great. And you when know, are you going to see him really again? It was really fun. I, there was talk of Friday. I've got to text him and find out. But here's the other. Why is he wrinkle. not coming to Burlicue? Because I may have mentioned it, but. I've got like 14, 18, 20 people coming to Burley Q. That's a Don't lot. Matter. That's Don't a matter. lot of fucking. That's a lot. And they'll be sniffing around and no. It's too. You know, okay. if he said, if he expressed an interest, right. I would be like, fine, but I'm not going to. Come on, you got to sure. come. You got to okay. come. Yeah. And I think he has other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Make him come, Dennis. Ugh. Maybe not to burlesque, but. But make him come. Yes. Um, and then the guy that I met in Hawaii that I had the flirtation with whose ball was out on my Facebook page just texted me. He's in town for a few days. Yeah. So it's the Thanksgiving of young Latin people. Because Giovanni is half Spanish, half Italian. Right. And uh, Rogelio is Mexican. Yeah. And and has balls because I've seen them. I've seen one. Them. I've seen one. So. I assume the other's there. Well, you know, the last guy I was dating had three. No, I didn't know that. I never told the story. No. The guy that I met in the Burbank airport on the way to Vegas, who then I was at the Joan Rivers oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That interrupted her show or that tried to yes, pick her up. Yes, and uh, that works over on the CSI show, said something about – he text, He we were sexting, and he, and we had already had sex – and he twice, I think, and he said something about like, where I said something about I'm laying on the couch or whatever. He's like, oh, well, what are you wearing? Like trying to be silly but yeah. sexy but silly. And I did was did you say like, a scowl? <laughs> my usual scowl. Yeah, it's so comfy. <laughs> and but um, but and I just said, oh, you know, my sweatpants or whatever. And he was like, with no underwear. And I was like, no, I always wear underwear. And he goes, oh, I love not wearing underwear. Don't you think it's hot when your um, balls stick to your leg? And I go, no, I hate that. And he goes, well, imagine how much worse it is for me having three. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, balls. And I was like, what do you mean having three? And he's like, you didn't notice? And I was like, no, I didn't notice. You did not do very well on reading comprehension. That's like the reading comprehension. You should have. Like, <clears throat> I did. I have them in my mouth and couldn't tell yeah. if there were three in there. In and you're giving me a hard time sack? for not noticing whatever was going on I mean, below the waist? Yeah. What? Tony. Did you get you to revisit it? You need to pay it? attention. Did you revisit it? Oh, well, yeah. And I was like, look, just so you know, well, I'm, I'm going to need a couple extra minutes down here because I really want to suss out the situation and he was like i can't believe you didn't notice and i go i can't believe you didn't warn me if we're going to talk about things we can't believe about your three balls you need to give somebody a heads up i think we're warn is the wrong word because that implies I think it's that exactly it's exactly the right implies word. that it's bad 
No, you warn of something oh, unexpected or out of the yeah. usual. I think a heads up is a good turn of phrase. Before you sort of give a heads up before heading down? Yeah. Well, anyway, he had three balls and he didn't come to see uh, Tony Tripoli uh, might shit himself. <laughs> and so now I think he's dead to me. I'm, I am so mad at people that were supposed to come that didn't come to the show yeah and i'm also mad at people that were supposed to come that didn't that come. didn't come in wow. other ways but um yeah and i know i mentioned in a previous podcast that when i went on grinder i um because i got a new phone and the mm-hmm. previously blocked people were not weren't blocked anymore and there were eric popped up um and i just want people to know that i think eric is losing his hair Wow. So that's eased the pain a little. Wow. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with losing hair, but it's just good when it's good to see an ex and have them not look yeah. dynamite. And right. in the pictures that he's using on Grinder, he looks not as good as I remember him looking. There you go. Which I think is great. That's great news. Yeah. Great news. Um, did you see the Oprah with Marie Osmond where she spilled the I guts? didn't. And she sat there and cried for the whole hour, I'm told. Intense. She cried and cried and cried and her mascara never ran. It was amazing. It was really touching. I like Marie Osmond. And people might criticize her for doing that on Oprah. But What she's people? Such, I don't know. I mean, it's Me. her personal thing. Me. You. Yeah. But I ahead. think, you know, Marie's show business is her whole thing. Yeah. Like, that's where she is. and. I just it, like her. She's fucks you I like up. that she's quick to laugh. Like she's got she seems like she's got a good sense of humor. You said she was nice on the dish. She's very she was very nice <clears throat> when I did a thing with her on the dish and when I met her at Dancing with the Stars yeah. and I said, You look so beautiful. It must um it must take a lot of homosexuals to look that way. And yeah. she goes, Ugh, oh yes, lots and lots. She goes, I'd be nothing without them. And it was so nice and unflinching and like she mentioning gay men didn't make her Mormon Christian stuff come up. She was like, Oh honey, I'd be nothing without him. Well, and she has a lesbian daughter and Oprah asked, you know, a lot of the rumors were that this son might've been gay because he was in design school and stuff like that. And she said, no, he wasn't. He loved women. And, but she wouldn't have had a problem if he were because her, her daughter is, but I did want Oprah to say, you know, What's how are you with your Mormon faith now? You've got yeah. a lesbian daughter, and in I I remember from being a Mormon that suicide was thought of as a big sin, mm-hmm. and you're going straight to hell. There was something; it was not. Yeah, yeah. So it was like insult think, to inj- injury. Do you think when you pass <clears throat> away, Marie, that you won't your one of your children won't be there waiting for you on the other side because he's not allowed to be in the <clears throat> same place that you are for eternity? And yeah, I'd your like dyke to hear. daughter won't get to be there either. And I mean, I bet she's more like, well, will I the think... lesbian daughter get to be with the yeah. dead, maybe gay son or. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I liked Marie. I think she's spunky and she has been through a lot. Yeah. So. Dennis, she fainted on dancing with the she stars. She did. It was fantastic. I and mean, you know what she calls that show? Dancing with the starved, which is pretty funny. No, it's not. I think it's cute. It's lame. When she says it and rolls her eyes and you know what she means. And well, anyways, I like it. Okay. Um, so my friend Dennis, who had the movie that I went over to watch after the stag yeah. film, the Disney one, it's yeah. called When Dream Worlds Collide. Uh-huh. I wish you could see it and maybe I'll figure out a way a for wanna. you to see it. It's all of these um, di- diehard Disnoids. And I swear to God, it's like they're like waiting for Guffman. Yeah. And there was one scene in particular that I thought about you. There, there was an organization of I don't I don't think they're the pin collectors, but there's some special D- Disney fan yeah. club thing, and they're having something. And there was a shot of them giving their tickets and walking into the banquet or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> nobody was average weight. Nobody. They were right. all white and they were all overweight. Not gigantic, but nobody was like a normal sized person. Not one. Right. And I was like, oh, Tony. It looked like a very specific casting call. Very. And um, the film does this great. It sort of. It, the point seems to be that these are people that need this sort of escapism for something. Like they mm-hmm. can't deal with 
things in the world and, and it sort of talks about you know wars and 9-11 and Watergate and all the you know all this okay. stuff coming along at the same time as this Disney world was created like they can't deal with the complications and the black and white of the world and this is a place where they feel safe but it's a really good documentary I hope it gets finds life but I did think about you the whole time I was watching it um, let me see what else I have um I went to the Les- Gay and Lesbian Center Gala. Yes. And I have not been to a, an event in a suit mm. in years. Like Jane Lynch has. She has. She was there being honored again. She gets honored all, every time I leave. She's Anytime so I put on a suit, Jane yeah. Lynch is being honored. And she deserves it. The She's Honorable right. Jane Lynch. Um, but uh, the, the surprise of the evening was our friend Nadia, who does yes. share and um, does the mismatch game and was in my short film reunion, presented and accepted an award on behalf of Harris Casino in Vegas as Cher. And she did this whole chunk. And her best line was, she's talking about burlesque, and Mm -hmm. she goes, "Um, you know, a lot of people love to make fun of this movie, but it's, wait, no, wait, what'd she say? (laughs) You know, this movie burlesque, it's a lot like my face. People love to make fun of it, but a lot of people worked really, really hard on it, <laughs> which I thought was an amazing line. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is. Such and there, a good and line. instead of having a trophy girl, they had a little kid with. They would bring out the trophies for the winners. That's so kind of funny. So, so Nadia would do a line, make fun of it, uh, worked hard on it. Where's that kid? God. Looking for the kid with the trophy. Anyway, I loved her, and I loved that. Um, and remember just a couple weeks ago, I was bitching about how Matt Morrison wasn't on the cover of Details and what the fuck? <laughs> yes. Guess who's on the cover of Details? And Shaved, waxed, head to toe. And I can't even believe that I don't have eyebrows. I am obsessed because I renewed my details subscription with my micro rewards points which yeah. if you're a magazine junkie and you enjoy diet coke is the way to go you can never buy a magazine again mm-hmm. and right after i did it i got like two in a row right on the same day right john ham and chris pine who i'm obsessed with both of them sure i think they're both splendiferous and now matt morrison yeah so the point is, is you do know if you have a dick i do know if Basically. i have a dick you're very familiar with it after i love that. those guys yeah all of them I don't think I've used my flesh jack a third time. Really? I think it's been in the box. It's the loneliest flesh jack? Yes. That could be a children's book. Mm-hmm. Stan the loneliest flesh jack. Mm. Um, did I ever tell you about Brandy killed a man? Well, I mean, I, I, know, okay. I know that she did. <laughs> well, it's Christmas time. Yeah. And that's what makes me think of this. When you I was hosting, Christmas without a brandy killing somebody story, <laughs> I know you can't without ducks. So when I was, oh, um, I'm sorry, but can I just tell one thing? For, yes, because I've been I talking have, a lot on this. No, thing. no, but my new joke um, about because it made, when he said Christmas and I was doing it in Jew voice mm-hmm. about Hanukkah, which is what? Well, I was saying that I didn't get the job working for Joan because I'm Jewish, because I'm actually not Jewish, but I do celebrate Gay Hanukkah. You heard this? Yes, I do celebrate Gay. Um, gay Hanukkah. And if you don't remember what Gay Hanukkah is, that's when there was only enough lube uh, for one night. <laughs> but by miracle, it lasted for eight nights. Yep. And uh, to celebrate that, gay people everywhere give each other disapproving looks. <laughs> and we sort of just just try to celebrate it all year round, actually. It's more of a thing. It's anyway, an so, yeah. That's a line from Tony Tripoli I shit myself. <laughs> I can do shit all by myself. <laughs> Tyler Tony, Perry's Tony, Tony Tripoli can do, do shit, shit all, all by himself. himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you were saying... I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It'll come back to me. talking about the uh, Matthew Morrison and the Coke Rewards and my flesh jack being a lonely flesh jack and it's a children's story. Yes, the loneliest flesh jack. Oh no! No, it'll come to me. Uh, we were talking about Brandy killed a man. Brandy killed a man. Okay, fuck. So Boy. when I was working on radio with the twist, the, yeah. the show which I love so much, I loved everyone involved. It was a radio show, and there were three hosts, mm-hmm. and you know we played top forty music and stuff. So there was talking about Brandy, and somehow we got onto this idea of Brandy killed a man, and it was Christmas time. So we all, I we had that 
Charlie Brown song in our head, like yeah. <laughs> so the running joke just became Brandy killed a man. Wow. And then occasionally our producer Michelle, who was crazy, she would just start going off on the four oh five. Ran him down and you know, just pulling words right. out of her ass and drove away. And now she's on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Brandy killed. God. So we became obsessed with my Never fa- put down <laughs> her ice blended. Yeah. Take a lesson <laughs> from her sad. Story killing man. <laughs> so wow. whenever I hear that now, song, was Brandy's victim male? I thought I think, it was a female. Oh, I don't know, but maybe a I man. I don't think Brandy even killed a man. Actually, now after twenty <laughs> minutes and three songs, we'd have to pay for these songs, right? Well, no, on a no, podcast, no. we can just we can sing. Yeah. So God, they get so upset when. You know, like we have, we had that joke where Joan was singing your 16, yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. And it's like, well, how much can she sing without us? She used it though. She spoke it and it ended yeah. up working. Um, uh, so that's that. Uh, what else do I have written down? Um, oh, I, I took the underwear model to the spinning teacher and brought them together. And yeah. it brought me so much joy. Well, I was so excited. Like I felt like I connected to people that, that I don't know why it made me happy. My spinning teacher was a fan of this mm-hmm. person that I, this guy that I've trained with, who is a model, and I and are was able to introduce both of them, them single. No, what? No, okay. One of them straight, and one of them's gay, married with okay. gay kids. Awesome. But anyways, that was fun. Well, that's that's a mitzvah, Dennis. That's a totally it's a mitzvah for mm-hmm. gay Hanukkah. Um, let me think. That's about it. Well, okay. I got two self helpy things that I did. Oh Christ! I know, right? I um, went and saw Marianne Williamson with my friend Scott a couple weeks ago. Wow. I've been like twice. She does like Tuesday nights at yeah. the uh, thing. At that movie theater. Yeah. On and, La Brea. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, she keeps talking about The Course in Miracles, you know, like that's her, the so whole thing. you can go for consecutive weeks and she's talking about different stuff? Yeah. And, and then when always- does she start over? Well, I I think it's just whatever she feels like talking about that night in reference to this thing, and okay. it's kind of interesting. I, it's very interesting, and um, but it's very much a doctrine, like it's very much um, a religion, pretty much. in a way. Like preaching. it's very yeah. much like it says in this part of this or whatever. Okay. But this is what I took from my last um, my last visit. I have a lot of nostalgia for the '90s. Yes, you do because I, I things. Things I had some great opportunities in the '90s, and something seemed to lead to something. It just mm-hmm. seemed to li- like there was, you know, the economy is doing better. Journalism, you know, it was a great time for me. And I've always sort of thought, mm, I wish it could still be the '90s, or like, right. like, oh, it's not as good as the '90s, or right. it's all downhill from there. And then I realized, well, I had the '90s; they existed. I mm-hmm. lived them, and I did that stuff, and it was great. And now this is whatever this is. In other words. All it, it doesn't. I need to like uh, not think of that as like the good time, and this is the not as good time. It's all interesting okay. in its own way. It's all challenging sure. in its own way. You know, so you, what you're it, saying is it can get worse. It can get worse, but it's okay <laughs> if it does. I choose to think of it can get different. The the twenty yeah. teens could be worse. Yes, than the aughts. Yeah, but like I, I think I had this weird thing of oh, why can't it be like that anymore? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's not, and this is interesting. And a life right. has all these interesting times. Right. It can't be because then it would be the stagnant, the same. Yeah, it's not good. And, and it just because it's not like that now didn't doesn't mean it didn't happen and it wasn't good and you didn't live it or whatever. Sure, that's my that's my takeaway. Um, and um. Oh, my other self-helpy thing. My career coach has a year-end workshop where you go and take stock of the year and mm-hmm. do a lot of eating and make a plan for the year. And you okay. c- you come up with a theme for your year, like a sort of cheerleader. The year thing. of why not? The year of why not or whatever. Now you. can I have a Rice Krispie treat? Exactly. And last year, I was very vulnerable at this time. And I sat there and cried through the whole thing practically. Okay. 
because what other people said was really touching, and it yeah. wasn't just sad; it was just very emotional. And it was, you know, yeah, it was the it was the end of Shitstorm '09. Oh yeah, I mean, it wasn't the end of the Shitstorm, but it was no. the '09 part of the Shitstorm, right? And I just remember, like, crying a lot. I had to yes. go in the kitchen and cry. And of course, Barbara, the my career coach friend, said later she thought it was hilarious hilarious that I was crying so much because she knew I was going to be all right or whatever, but like just thought it was funny. And that's what made, I love her about her. Yeah. So this year I'm going to go and try not to cry so much. Well, she's not going to like that. I know. Well, we'll see. Tell her I'm sorry this isn't as funny, but I'm actually doing okay. <laughs> I'm actually all right. <laughs> Brandy killed a man. Never even looked back. In her rear view mirror. <laughs> See, anyone can play. I, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. I'm going to start off with Oh Holy Night, mm-hmm. go into Jingle Bells, and then we're going to finish off with Brandy Killed a Man. Yep, and then uh, we're going to wrap it up with that uh, Carol of the Bells. Brandy killed a man. Brandy killed a man. Brandy killed a man. Brandy killed a man. Um. Oh, what I you... think my post-its is done. Well, good. Then that means that this yes. podcast is done. We thank you so much for I, listening. Sorry I, I monopolized want things. want to make sure that you check out our sponsors, Dr. Kiss. Yes. The world's greatest slut bomb. Listen, fuckers. I have been telling you if you order some Dr. Kiss, you need to say, hey, I'm a podcast listener and Tony and Dennis talk about the Dr. Kiss and all that. Well, let me just tell you, I just ordered a bunch of Dr. Kisses. I mentioned it in the last podcast. And boy, I certainly got a lot more things in my package than I were charged on my receipt. And I also. So got a, a podcast listener got a little bonus? Me. Fantastic. But then I also heard from my stepsister, nice. who is a podcast listener, ordered and said the podcast and Tony, boom, got a lovely note, treats. So I'm just saying, people, don't be a schmuck. It's good stuff. In this economy, a free lip balm or stickers or a friendly note is... You know, you can't have a bond without ducks. You can't have a bond without ducks. Um, and now our come other down sponsor. my throat. <laughs> I saw it with my own two eyes. I mean, That's I really crazy. want her to be like, yeah. Oh, what did you eat asparagus for lunch? Yeah. I, I know. Mean, I normally, but, I don't mind taking a mouthful of cum, but yours tasted odd. But, like, I, yeah. you imagine she had, or maybe she's just like, I just, I'm just a cum guzzler. Maybe she is. I'm I just way love bad. It. It's good for my vocal um, cords. Yeah. I we are, we have another sponsor. The book "Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas" yes. by Alonzo Duraldi, and uh, it's a perfect Christmas gift as well. Of course. And I want to mention another book that I just finished reading called "The Descendants." Um, when I was in Hawaii, I got to meet the author, and the book has been adapted into Alexander Payne's new movie, mm. starring George Clooney, mm. which is just shot and will come out soon. And the book is wonderful. It's Excellent. if you like Alexander Payne's sensibility, sure. it's like this. It's contemporary. It's funny. It's human. It's set in Hawaii. It's terrifics. Yeah, and then you might see Mexicans yes. ball. You might see Mexicans ball, and I might too. Oh God, I hope so. I know. Well, all right, well, you guys, we love you for listening. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. I want to just take a little moment to say that I'm thankful. For you, our podcast listeners, I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful I'm for it, too. I'm always thankful for you sitting on my right-hand side, Dennis. Tony you are a treasure I'm in my life. I'm thankful for you. You're a treasure and in my life. thankful for Miss Joan Rivers. I think she that's She certainly thing. has uh, helped turn around uh, 2010 yes. for both well, of us in a major way, I will tell she? you, yes. I will tell you, um, for my, my theme last year when I did this career workshop, right. everyone comes up with a theme, was... Um, Crimea Rivers. Crimea Rivers. <laughs> no, it was like wanted, like a wanted poster. Yeah. Because I felt like unwanted. Not like I was a bad thing, but nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nobody was hiring me or dating me or any of that. So that was my theme. I was in it. So um, somebody was, you know, we did like a wanted little poster thing, and then there was like a million dollars underneath it. Like, yeah. You know, I was going to, and I, uh, I have a job where I seem wanted, and I have a. Yeah. Uh, not quite that much, but I'm not freaked out about money like I was. No, I'm, it's great. It's... Yes. So I am like, but I also realized that I've been, I've got to 
quit. I've got. I've been playing defense for so long, like mm-hmm. just trying to weather stuff. That I need to start playing offense again. Like, what do I want? What do I want to do creatively? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you I have abs- periods of I your time where do. you feel like, okay, I'm making shit happen, or I'm, I'm moving forward, and other times where you're just like fucking got Getting your hands a day, yeah. You got your hands over your heads, and I am in a place where I should be playing offense or can I? I can. I'm yeah. doing okay, but I'm still a little bit like I keep waiting for that elevator shaft at E to just drop on the way the bot. You know, oh, yeah. I just keep waiting for some. Uh, Plus, I'm not used to working on a show that gets picked up and keeps going. I know. It's so weird. So, yay. So, yeah. So, I really, I mean, I'm the last person to ever go this route and do this. But I do hope that every one of our podcast listeners will take a moment and think back to what they were grateful for last Thanksgiving and compare it to this Thanksgiving. And, you know, I think um, I think certainly our lives have improved. And I hope that yes, our podcast compared to last year. And, wow. You know what? If... If not, we're all in this together. Couch we potatoes. are, and I love. I'm so touched by the people that listen and the yeah. nice things they say, and so the investment. And uh, there you go. Wow! Alrighty. Whoa, we went there. This podcast brought to you by Tony Tripoli. I shit myself. And with the love theme from Tony Tripoli, I shit myself. That goes a little like this. Brandy killed a 